Hey everybody, my name is Anita Kirkbride of Torp Communications and this is Halablab, the show for small businesses in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Join me as I talk to businesses you may be following and some you might not have heard of yet. Hear stories from local business owners like you, how they started, where they're going, and of course, since I'm a social media consultant, how they're using social media. Take a moment to subscribe right now so you don't miss an episode, whether you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. Hey, Halifax, welcome back to another episode of the Halib Lab on actually a pretty nice, sunny, warm day. So we're all in a good mood and we're going to have some fun today. My guest, I'm Anita Kirkbride, the host of Halib Lab, and my guest today is the fabulous Mena Riley. We're going to have a great conversation about stuff today with her in just a minute. Uh, I just want to remind you, if you're catching this on the podcast or over on YouTube, please come on a Friday afternoon and watch us record this live where you can interact with us, ask questions, provide comments. We love to have some interaction here on the, the live recording. And if you're here watching us live and you'd prefer to watch on the podcast, the Halliblab is available in several different podcast uh, systems. So just search it up and you can watch it or I guess listen to it that way. And I'd love to have your feedback on either one. Okay, so um, a quick shout out. I'm going to say that uh, today's Halliblab is brought to you by my friends at PodCamp Halifax. PodCamp Halifax is happening this Sunday. I have hope lots of you have your ticket as well. If you don't know about PodCamp Halifax, it's an ever-changing community-guided event offering a level playing field for all those wishing to share their digital life experience. This is not a business day. This is not a um, come and rant day. It's both of those and none of those and all of that. And anybody who wants to come and learn about anything in the digital community, whether it's social media, whether it's marketing, whether it's um, just how to tell a story, or whether you just want to meet some people who are in that space or hear some really good stories. It's a really fun day. It's uh, Sunday, uh, January 27th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Dalhousie University Student Union Building. You can still get tickets for that at their website, podcamphalifax.org, and it is free. So if you are interested in this space at all and you want to get some learning in this weekend, it's a great place to come, and I guarantee well, if you're hearing my voice right now, first of all, you're going to know me when you walk in. So if you've got nobody else to talk to, come <laughs> find me. Mena might be there. Um, there will be somebody there that you know from social media somewhere. So just walk up and say hi. And I'm going to be there. Will... I'm speaking at 9 a.m. Oh, kicking well, off there the you day. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even watched. I haven't even looked at the schedule yet. I know some of the speakers, but I haven't looked to see who I will see you there I'll be there so um yeah so come join us at PodCamp and uh, it's a really great day and it's been going on for a long time completely run by volunteers and lots of really interesting varied sessions all spectrums of the digital world so it's a great day all right let's get into talking about MENA Mena and I have known each other for a long time we both started our businesses together at the seed program so we've known each other for eight years at least. Yeah, we're seedlings. 
we're seedlings together. Absolutely. Okay. Let me get your bio up here. So Mena knows firsthand that strategically planned events are the number one way to keep clients coming back, to drive referrals, and to deliver new clients to your door. Her experience managing events has spanned from spanned the financial industry, world-class performance festivals, and sport championships, including tall ships and the World Cup Equestrian Qualifying Championships, the IIHF World Junior Hockey Championships, um, and within award-winning PR and marketing agencies in the music and film industry. And she has managed some of the region's most notable award shows and major corporate events here in Canada and New Zealand. I didn't know that. I didn't know you worked in New Zealand. Um, she's lent her talents to dozens of charitable organizations, including over 30 charity golf tournaments, several high profile galas, weddings and private events, and dozens of corporate and small business launch and promotional events, including managing two separate events with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. She founded Leading Ladies Networking Event Series for Women in 2012 which has been going strong and selling out ever since, elevating the overall networking landscape for women in business in Nova Scotia. After countless testimonials from women who've attended her events, attendees gain new collaborations, clients and connections, which is the whole foundation of doing business in Atlantic Canada. So a big, huge welcome to my old friend. <laughs> Thank Riley. you. <laughs> we look so old, don't we? <laughs> Not at all. Stop so saying old. <laughs> Tell us how, let's, let's start by how did the idea for leading ladies come about? Um, definitely, uh, as you can imagine, you know, running hundreds of corporate events, uh, a lot, I would say 99% of them had some sort of element of networking associated with them. And um, not just running those events, you know, I could see, you know, how people were reacting and how they were experiencing it. And a lot of them were, you know, hiding out at the bar or in the corner. <laughs> um, but also, you know, attending other events and finding, you know, I, I seriously love meeting people. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's my jam. Um, and I love connecting people, especially. So I love hearing, you know, who are you and who do you want to meet? And then I meet someone the next week and I connect them. That's my jam. So I was finding and that's a lot how of networking should be. That is, like that, yeah. That's the essence of networking. It's not here's my business card. Exactly. It's it's really yeah. like forming a genuine connection, and it's kind of why I don't use name tags at leading ladies. I want people to actually like talk long enough that they remember each other's names. And I know that's so a jerk move. <laughs> Some people <laughs> would say like you're a jerk. But I'm like no, just talk long enough. Don't leave that person until you really get to know them. So. Anyways, that's aside, besides the point. Yeah. Um, I really just, I felt there were so many networking events where people were just providing a room and saying, okay, go network. And not really facilitating that genuine connection. And I knew mm -hmm. that the experience could be better. So I just said to myself, self, you know, you can, you know, you create events and you run events. And I knew I could create something that would be just like my ideal, ideal situation where I didn't feel cringy, as the kids are saying these days. Yes. Uh, uh oh, froze. We'll just give her a second to see if she comes back. Uh oh. There, oh, you're back. You're back. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I really 
you know, I wanted to create an environment that I would really ideally want to be at. And I knew if I wanted to, I had this amazing network of women behind me that would want the same thing. So I just created my ideal situation and people responded. So I'm really lucky. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So what is your ideal networking situation? What is it that sets leading ladies apart from all of the other events in town? Well, I think honestly, I've, I, I'm super going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn here and I hope I don't really sound like that too much. That's the whole point of the show. We're here to promote you. So you're, you're supposed to toot your own horn as soon as you don't freeze. <laughs> landscape. I want it to be intimate. I want there to be alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverage options. I want there to be yummy, yummy food, but past order of style because you can't be non on a chicken wing and like, oh, sorry. You know, it has to be like every little facet of it has to facilitate an ease of experience and a genuine experience. And you have to be able to put your drink down somewhere and exchange business cards or like, you know, turn on your LinkedIn sharing app um, button, which I'm sure you know all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like connect. And I've connected with people talking about nothing about business, but then they are like, oh, Mena does event planning. You know, she's, does, she's an event strategist. Even though we didn't talk about events, I know I need to call her. So it's just really about creating a space where genuine connections can happen. Mm-hmm. So, and tell us about the event side. So what kind of events are you into now? What are you doing other than leading ladies? Well, I definitely have, you know, my client um, roster is exploding right now, <laughs> which is really great. And it's, and it's all really mainly corporate um, and conference events. Uh, I did used to do a lot of weddings, but I said, as I got married um, in 2017, that that was my last event, my last wedding. <laughs> like, and we're done. Um, so I, because I really, you know, I have such a passion for, you know, I'm a born entrepreneur as well. So I, you know, I really want to support, um, you know, Nova Scotia, well, not even just Nova Scotia, but Atlanta Canadian um, businesses. And I really want to help people grow with using strategic corporate events um, to back their businesses. And it's kind of like demystify the process a bit. And I think that really does start with networking, uh, face-to-face networking. So what is it that you do if a business was to say, oh, geez, I'm having this event. I'm having a one-day professional development event for my sales team. What is it that you do for them? You probably can't even list it all. uh, I know that, but (laughs) tell us. (laughs) Well, essentially, I would come in, you know, event strategist is really like the perfect way to say what I do because I really come in and analyze, okay, we have to set strategic goals. And my, I'm a nerd for smart, you know, smart objectives. So um, really making sure that they're not planning an event for the sake of they did it every year. You know, like, what are you getting out of this? So let's plan some, you know, measurable goals and measurable outcomes And then let's look at what you've done before and measure it based on past events or what you've gotten out of past investments. And let's just be honest, events are huge resource investments and financial investments uh, that have a potential to grow your business 
in a very quick and very large capacity. So why not be as strategic as possible? Maybe your annual, you know, holiday party, maybe you could like just give everyone a bonus and not just be throwing money at that. Maybe you do need a staff party, but let's not call it a staff and client party. Maybe you can, you know, maybe there's a more strategic way to invest your dollars and your resources towards growing your business that you don't just do it because you always already did it or you always did it what did people say when you convinced them not to do an event <laughs> they're shocked <laughs> but honestly at the end of the day i really want people to to be to understand the value that events bring them and if they can spend less time and less money they're going to be happy i'm not in business to tell people to spend their money on something that's a waste of time i just want them to see okay, we've set some strategic objectives. We know that we want to grow by X, by X date. And I want to help them get there. And then they sit back and go, wow, we did it. And we did it with an yeah. event. So, you know, it, it just makes sense to help people also not spin their wheels and waste their money. Yeah, and I do that in social media too. I'll have people call me who's, who think they want to hire me to manage their social media. Yeah, you probably and have a lot of this. Well, and I'll convince them, no, you need to be doing this yourself. You don't need to hire me. You need to do this yourself. And they're always shocked when I say, or, or if I pass them over to somebody else, who's a better fit, they're always like, really, you're turning down business. Yeah. Well, oh, no, yeah, is my face frozen? Not right. Yeah. Your face is frozen, but we can, and hear it's like voice, on a, so. such a hot face, you know, like oh, that's really great. Pause <laughs> face. We yeah, call that pause face in our house. Um, yeah, when you pause the TV and someone's making a really weird face. <laughs> Hopefully I come back. I swear I'm, I don't look. Okay. Well, whatever. It is what it oh, is. Well, we've got your voice. We've <laughs> yeah. got your voice and that's, you know, that's, we'll, we'll live with that. Okay. Oh goodness. <laughs> but it's not the worst pause face I've ever seen. No, you're right. It could be way worse. It could be way worse. <laughs> uh, somebody sent me, this is totally aside, but somebody was listening to one of my first, um, episodes of this and she happened her her computer froze on a really funny face and the two of us whoever I was talking to both had crazy funny faces and so she took a screenshot and sent it to me so you're like thank yeah. you I appreciate yeah. that <laughs> absolutely I'm just glad she was watching that's all of course well <laughs> I also around. want to take the opportunity to thank you a for obviously having me on here this is so awesome and I love watching you grow and like seeing how fabulous you're doing in your industry and you're really a trendsetter in your industry but I also wanted to thank you for having me speak at social media day Halifax your inaugural conference last year that was such a spectacular experience. I loved it. So I really appreciate you inviting me for that. Oh, well, I'm happy to have you involved. And uh, yeah, social media day. I mean, I could talk for a whole hour about that. And I will yeah. later in the year. Later in the year, I'll be doing, we'll be doing lives for that specifically. But um, yeah, I mean, I can't disagree with you. That was an amazing day. And I was, I really, I, a lot of people don't know that my first the first 14 years that I worked after university was in event management. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of events back then. And it was like, it was, it was like a, a homecoming for me to be there and be on the other side of it. I was organizing, but I was also the face of it. And mm -hmm. 
to, it was just a totally different thing for me. And I just, I was in my element. I loved that day. I loved every minute of that day. And I cannot wait for this year's event. I'm so excited. I bet. And I, I'm in love with the branding. It's so slick. I love it. Okay. But we're supposed to be talking about you. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I'm just having too much fun. I know it's yeah. We're really happy with our new branding too. Yeah. Um, Okay. So tell me, are you allowed to pick favorites? Can you tell me a couple of your favorite events that you've worked on? Oh my gosh. I know. Well, I can definitely tell you um, probably, you know, the big, you know, kickoff to my career. I definitely did events before this, but the biggest, the one where I was like, Oh, I'm an event planner was tall ships 2000. And that was a long time ago. Yes. But it was like going to camp and Mm -hmm. having your best job ever. And it was on an international scale and getting to, you know, even just go on these A-class vessels from all over the world, meet people from all over the world. It, and it was gorgeous weather and it was the most spectacular, but it was so fun to be just even a part of it, but also on the project management team, on the event team. Um, I'm still friends with people that work there. Um, You know, it was really kind of a, the kickoff and it couldn't have been more fun. So that's one I'm extremely proud of. And that was 18 years ago. Yeah, just in case people didn't catch that, that was in 2000. <laughs> you've been doing eight. You've been doing event management for at least 18 over years. 20 years, which is funny because when I spoke at Dell the other night at the uh, Row Women in Business Association, it's like, and this event, which was before some of you were born, <laughs> I was like, are they looking at me weird now? Have I lost everyone? <laughs> But honestly, um, it actually was really fun. And just as, you know, like I have been doing events that long and I have run hundreds of events and, you know, it was really fun preparing for that speech because it forced me to go back through my CV and just really look at all my accomplishments. And I could spend, you know, six days talking about all the events I've done. I just, Mm. I'm obviously very passionate about what I do and I love it. How do you keep, how do you keep from burning out from doing that? Because I burned out. I burned out. I'm not afraid to admit that. (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you, I have also burned out. (laughs) And, you know, in some ways, I would say I'm still suffering kind of like the repercussions of that Um, from, you know, I think it's pretty common, but, you know, like grinding your teeth in your sleep, like I clenched my teeth in my sleep. So I had to get like a fight plane and, you know, just to manage, you know, I'm always on and I'm always like ready to go and fired up. And, you know, that translates to maybe not having the best sleep every night. And that contributes to, you know, not recovering enough when you need to have all the energy the next day. So there are, a billion tips and tricks that I've just kind of learned along the way, which I'm happy to share, but I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, oh, I've never been out. I'm secretly well slept and everything. You yeah, know, it's funny, you know, you say about getting a bite plate. I'm, I'm thinking about getting one now, but for different reasons. But anyway, I remember before I did tall ships too. I was at the Nova Scotia hospital foundation for tall ships. Okay. And so I ran their tall ships event that day. So I remember that day very, amazing. Or, you know, the parade of sale day. Yes. And I remember a lot about that, 
But um, before I was there, I was at the Chamber of Commerce in Halifax running events there. Oh, I and that. I remember the craziest thing. I sprained my jaw. I was clenching so hard at night. Oh my God. I my jaw. Yeah. And I had to go to the specialist. I couldn't open my jaw wide enough to eat a banana. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and crazy the stress. That's exactly what happens. Like it stress, if you somehow, if you just have an imbalance of stress, it will do wonky things to your body. And honestly, like, And I have to say shout out to the chamber because they just did a killer uh, business awards last night, which I watched on Twitter. I had to stay home because my family was like, Mena who? So I had to spend some time with my family last night, which it was lovely. But um, I caught the chamber awards online and it just looked spectacular. So kudos to them. Got to give them that props. Yeah. And shout out to Atlantic Livestream, who was doing the live stream of that event. That was so cool. Yeah, they were live streaming um, for Social Media Day last year. So, you know, really nice to see them. I love that service. That is so hot. Like, I'm so happy that they are here. So, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. I was asking you about your favorite events and you said, oh, yeah. Well, Tell Ships is just kind of the beginning. I have also worked in so many different industries, you know, along the way, kind of but I always found my way back to event management. Um, even, you know, working with Brooks Diamond Productions in the music industry, getting to work with like Bruce Guthrow and Jimmy Rankin and all of the amazing musicians, mostly out of Cape Breton, I'm going to have to say, uh, who are amazing. But that was just like a little blip on the radar almost in my entire career and working in the film industry in Toronto and then also working in events in New Zealand. Uh, that was spectacular and beautiful how did that happen how, how did you get a contract oh my goodness feelings? okay so how do I say this as fast as possible okay so <laughs> my best friend growing up from Halifax uh went to Acadia for education went to London England uh for a teaching opportunity ended up meeting a Kiwi he brought her to New Zealand he said will you marry me she said yes she asked me to be her mayor of honor and I flew to New Zealand for a month to help plan the wedding, which ended up being a Fiji. So I also got to Fiji. (laughs) And um, then I got another job offer back in Toronto, went to Toronto and was like, I need to go back to New Zealand. It was too beautiful and too awesome. So I applied for my work visa. And honestly, I got it easier than you would get a library card. (laughs) Almost. They are really, really happy about having Canadians there. So I went there and I uh, kind of shopped around and just said, hey, I'm an event planner from Canada. I'm looking for work and applied a few places and got an interview and was accepted at the Ice House, uh, mm-hmm. which is an entrepreneurial, like an incubator for different levels of, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurs from kind of ground up to international exporting. And actually my boss just my old boss, who is still working there as the CEO, he was just awarded like the equivalent of the Order of Canada in New Zealand for his work in the entrepreneurial landscape. So it was it was the place to be for sure. Wow. We, it just goes to show you never know where those opportunities are going to come from. No, you and I know it sounds so dorky, but honestly, if you don't ask, you're not going to get it. So just ask for what you want or ask for help figuring out what it is 
that you want? Well, that's a perfect segue into my next question. What's your dream event or dream client? Like who, ask for it. Who is it you are saying, God, I really wish I could work with. That's so hard. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I really thought my face would unfreeze by now also. Sorry to like keep bringing that back, but okay. Well, whatever. Um, But honestly, it's so hard because my favorite clients are definitely kind of, you know, people who I've known anyways for a while who need my help. And I know I can deliver value for them, but also sometimes it's, you know, instant kismet, as I know, you know, that with clients, you can just be like, we're on the same page. We can even swear like during our first meeting and everything is awesome. (laughs) Um, Those are really my favorite clients because I know if communication will not be an issue. Um, it won't be a struggle to kind of say, this is what I do. I do everything. So it's really hard to put that into words. I'm just going to make your life a lot easier. Is that a better way to say it? I'm going to help you make money. I'm going to help you enjoy your event and be present at it. And also, you know, being present at your own event, people take that for granted. And that's all I want to do is help them really enjoy that moment that they deserve that moment. And I'm just like in the background behind the curtain pulling strings and levers. <laughs> so, so, but you didn't answer my question. Oh, who, who, who is, who's your dream client or what's mm. your dream event? Honestly, my dream event I'm working on developing right now and it's kind of top secret. But I will, I will tell you the moment I'm ready to unleash, which will be within the next month. So that's very exciting. Um, But really, I think, you know, just working with people who are in Atlantic Canada who are excited to kind of bring their vision to life and want to do something different and do it for the right reasons. And, you know, I'm all about sustainability and just really um, working with the right kind of people. So I can't specifically answer that. Obviously, you know, people with big budgets, (laughs) big dreams and the budgets to match. That's an obvious for anyone in business. (laughs) like um but yeah I don't have a specific answer right now just because I'm I'm working already with so so many great clients and I'm working on kind of this big announcement well I can't wait to hear about that big announcement yes (laughs) teaser Uh, so let's let's switch over to talking about social media because that's my jam so how are you using social media now for, you've got two sides to your business. So let's talk about leading ladies. How do you use social media for leading ladies? Well, for leading ladies, I have obviously like grown that community over the years. And um, I use social media as probably the easiest way. I measure, you know, where are all my leading ladies as far as which channels? And it's, I, you could guess in one second where they are Um, because you know that you can kind of instinctually um, understand where that market is. It's the 25 to 45 female in Atlantic Canada. So they're living on Instagram and Facebook and some of them on Twitter. Everyone's on LinkedIn for the most part. And it's kind of there. Mm -hmm. So as far as channels go, um, Facebook is really a big place for them. So I'm, I'm on Facebook for that. 
and I have a Facebook private group for anyone who attends any leading ladies uh, event in person gets to join the group where it's that in same level of engagement and support and collaboration, but in a private group where you can post job postings or opportunities or, you know, promote kind of uh, something coming up for your business. And you get a little bit more of a supportive, engaged network there. So mm. use Facebook for that. Um, Instagram, uh, as you know, uh, my sister, Bridget Millway, who also runs, you know, she has her social media side mm -hmm. hustle uh, with her clients, but also runs what these old things. Um, she was like, Mena, you got to get on Insta stories a while ago. And I was like, <laughs> okay, okay, fine. So I found, yes, she is right. And, you know, every time I do that, I get way more uptake on my posts. So yeah. just really, like, I have to look at everything you put out, your newsletters. Uh, I'm just always looking, you know, doing research, how can I make the most of um, the messages I'm putting out, which is really promoting other women-owned and women-led businesses, um, supporting like-minded um, collaborators um, in Atlantic Canada. So I do that as much as possible, and I definitely could be doing more, but I only have so much capacity. I'm sure you hear that from every single client. Everybody, including myself. Yes. <laughs> I only have so much time. So it's funny you should say that Insta stories, you're just coming around to that. That's that's the one that I struggle with too, is Insta stories. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I get I don't it. I'm like, oh, can someone else do this part? Yeah. <laughs> but every time I do it, it works. So obviously I just have to stop overthinking it and just go for it. I just, I find so many of uh, the people I follow on, on that, they're so brave and they're like, Good morning. I just woke up. And oh my goodness. I I just yeah. do come from a little bit more of a my background is in, you know, professional corporate PR and marketing. So, you know, and proper grammar. Like I <laughs> studied the CP style guide. It's very <laughs> odd for me to still be typing you instead of Y O U, you know. Yes. Um, but I do it because you know, the landscape has changed and you have to speak where you know, your audiences and how, how your audience communicates. So I appreciate that. And I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to say like, I'm not trying that because I don't do that. I'm going to try everything that I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, has there been a network that you tried and just, it just didn't work for you? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I have kids but I still do not get Snapchat. I'm just too old. I don't, my brain doesn't work that way. I do not get why you want to play on that thing. Other than the filters, I get that you can make the filter, but that's where my brain stops. I'm like, that's it. I don't, I don't understand the rest of it. You can try yeah. and explain it. Maybe someone just needs, if, if you could just put it into one clear sentence. Why? Why? Well, I think for me, the, the I need problem to learn with it. I know. Snapchat is that it's a one-to-one -one relationship, really. It's yeah. about having conversations with people. But I don't have time to go on there and have conversations with people because I'm doing all these other ones. And it's so much easier to do that on Twitter or Instagram or somewhere else. And I go on it once in a while to do the funny filter faces with my kids and that's about it. But my kids don't use it either. No. So, I don't know. I, 
Instagram was a tough one for me. I never got into it. I don't know. Um, what's your favorite network? Oh, I hear you. Oh, but now I'm gone. Oh, I gone. can hear you. Okay, just a second. Let me send you a little message here. Oops. Okay, let me, I'll type you a question. Okay. I can hear you. If oh, you, you can, can hear, hear me, me now. Yeah. Okay. So I see now that my screen part is now just full black. Weird. <laughs> it's um, gone. Okay. Well, as long as and you of can course hear it works me. Like if, it works every other time except for now. Uh, so what's your favorite network to use? Okay. Definitely Twitter. Twitter's my jam. Yay. I love I it. Love you can just be so snarky, but like real, but not like an, too much of an a-hole, you know? Well, there's certainly lots of those out there on Twitter too, but. Yeah, yeah. but I just, I love it. I just, I feel like that's my space. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter is still my favorite. I, um, I certainly spend lots of time scrolling the other ones, but Twitter's my go-to. It yeah. Really it's my favorite medium um, just for. You know, you can kind of just have a back and forth with 15 people you've, ne you've never met and you're never going to meet. And yeah. it's just, it's a little bit nerdy and I love it. <laughs> I'm nerdy and I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Twitter because I can, before it, it kind of lost its luster. It has lost its luster some. Yeah. Before that, I knew that I could walk into any event in Halifax and there'd be somebody in that room somewhere that I knew. And it was just my job to find them. And that made it a lot easier for me to go into networking when I was uncomfortable with networking in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I think Twitter is a great way to build your network in, in a specific area or in an industry. And I think a lot of people miss that because they're too busy broadcasting and not busy enough having conversations. Well, you know what, that actually goes into one of the key points that I advocate for when I'm going out and preaching about networking, which it kind of feels like it, um, is being too focused on your message. You're listening to respond instead of listening to understand. And that's yeah. a no-no. And it's just really great to hear that and just go, oh yeah, I have to understand what this person is saying instead of my turn. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is. What's, so let's finish off here with a couple of tips. What's your number one networking tip for people? Um, well, to be honest, I would say my, my whole jam is about creating genuine connections with other people. And I'm going to definitely leave you with uh, one that I always share out of the whole group, this one gets the most eyebrows up in the air, like, oh, wow. And it's by Dan Martell. Mm -hmm. And he says, the next time you're networking with someone, uh, pretend that you're going to get to know them for the next 50 years, that they're going to be in your life. They're going to be involved in your career. They're going to recommend people that will shop at your business for the next 50 years, not the next 15 minutes. And I think that right. one resonates the most with people because it really puts them in that different mindset of card, card, next, 
card, card, next. They're actually stopping it and it changes the way you ask questions. It changes mm -hmm. the way you answer questions. It changes your demeanor, your body language. It really puts you in the exact right frame of mind that kind of I'm always advocating for, which is just let's have a genuine connection and, and keep talking till I remember your name and maybe your kid's names or your dog's name or show me what your Halloween costume was. You know what I mean? Like it just makes the conversation go in a very different direction than what do you do? Cool. Bye. Next. So I love that one. That one's my very top, um, my favorite takeaway during my uh, presentations, definitely. I, I really like that. That's a great way of looking at it because I think a lot of times, and, and I'll admit to doing this myself sometimes, you're just talking to respond and you're not really getting to know people. But I tried to, myself, I tried to turn it around after the first few months of networking because I was so uncomfortable going in and talking about myself and my business, mm -hmm. which I know now people would look at me and say, there's no way you are. They want to hear it, but I understand <laughs> everyone yeah. feels yeah. Everybody feels that way. So I started going in and saying, I'm, I'm just going to help connect people. And so my goal was never really to find a client at these networking things. My goal was always, who can I connect? I'll know somebody in there. Who do they need? How can I help somebody? And yeah. I always went in with the mindset of what connections can I make? That's for perfect. me or for somebody else. That's another one that I like to do, which, um, I'm pretty sure at some point I will end up doing the running man on stage giving this tip, but you got to vanilla ice it. And this is what I mean by that. If you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. So you have to go into a networking experience and look and say, what are you, what are some challenges you're facing currently in your business that I might be able to help you with? And just yeah. going in with that question immediately takes a, the pressure off of you having to blab about yourself if that's not your jam right now or you're in the middle of a transition and you're just like you can answer the question what do you do but you kind of want to get the focus off of you that is a really great way of putting it and vanilla ice will help you remember it and make you giggle a little so <laughs> I love that one too. <laughs> yeah no it, it's a great tip and it is it does take all the pressure off if you if you decide you're going in there to yeah. just make connections and see who you can help, you'll feel totally different about networking, I think. Completely. Yeah. It, it does take the pressure off of you, especially if you're a self-professed, you know, introvert in any way um, that you're like, I prefer not to do this, but I know yeah. that going outside my comfort zone is the only way to grow. So I know I have to do it. But how do I do it in a way that I'm not going to be crying <laughs> or shaking um, or, or, or going together <laughs> exactly or find yeah. any excuse not to go so yeah putting the focus on someone else and, and saying you know vanilla ice seriously it's going to be the best tip ever for some of you out there um to just ask people what what are you facing right now that i might be able to help you with or maybe i know someone else that can yeah, and then there you absolutely. go sprite lights off of you but you're really having a great connection and a, a nice conversation yeah, everybody likes a helper. Yeah. Um, what What would you say, what is your number one tip for social media? If you had a, you know, when you're going in and talking to students and new entrepreneurs and so on, what would you tell them about social media? Well, I would assume, A, that they were already on social media and that they already know the golden rule of social media, 
or well, the internet really, which is the internet is like Las Vegas. What happens on the internet stays on the internet. Um, so watch your tone because you're going to be applying for a job someday and you don't want some snarky comment to come back and bite you, which I think we've seen enough of and we've all, we're learning from each other that way. And again, my PR background, I'm kind of apt to not uh, be too harsh with someone in written word on social media, regardless. Mm -hmm. um, I will choose not to do that. Uh, so I definitely like pick your tone, pick your personal brand and then own it. But also I personally do not, and maybe I'm going against the grain here, but I don't get too caught up in showing, you know, all my personal stuff, the highlight reel. I'm like, here's some business stuff. Here's some family stuff. Here's, I went for a walk. Here's when I didn't slip on the ice. You know, I'm just having a little bit of fun with it. I'm taking a little bit of, you know, my own tone and just saying, I'm not, listening to all the rules, just picking the ones yeah. that I think work for me and work for my audience. And what I'm trying to achieve is just keeping in touch with all the amazing people out there that I get to meet and don't get to see on a daily basis. And then I run into them and we're all caught up on each other's lives, which is great. So yeah. that's kind of how I use it for personally and for business um, to tell other entrepreneurs. I would just say, you know, like pay attention to you know get some mentors pay attention to um, the people that you're a fan of and then kind of take a note out of their book and you know develop your own tone and um, don't worry but still don't worry so much about all of the rules if you want to take this seriously take it seriously do your homework but you are allowed to have a little bit of fun on there so have some fun on there too I think one of the rules that I see being broken more and more is businesses becoming political. And I'm not <gasps> yeah. necessarily saying that businesses should become political, but businesses taking a stand for what they believe in one mm -hmm. way or the other. So big, big companies, we have Nike with Colin Kaepernick. We have the Gillette ad more yeah. recently. I mean, people are willing to take a stand and find the people that uh, believe with them and we're not we're not not as afraid to pick and choose our fans and customers and friends anymore right mm -hmm. I think there's less less trying to please everybody which is my roundabout way of agreeing with you that you should break the rules if the rules don't apply to you <laughs> you are allowed to make up your own rules there is no real rule book there is how is it today in today's landscape? And it's going to change again tomorrow. Um, so again, I, I definitely say do your homework. And if social media is where your customers are and they're, you know, that's where they want to be and that's where they want to communicate with you. Oh, you better take that very seriously yeah. and not have too much fun and less fun is your brand. Um, but also, you know, just, you're never going to learn anything unless you try it. And this is social media is a beast that you have to keep up with. Um, even if you try stuff and you don't learn it the first, second and third time, hashtag Snapchat. Um, it doesn't mean I'm not going to try it a few more times. I just yeah. still don't get it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, but that's not where my customers are. So it's not yeah. that urgent for me right now. Um, and yeah, so I just say, and also I would say like LinkedIn is getting really hot again. It's everyone's talking about it. Um, 
in probably the past 20 conversations I've had, it's come up 50% of the time. <laughs> so, you know, some, there's something about LinkedIn that's really getting, you know, quite, it's heating up again. And yeah. uh, I'm all for that. So, and, yeah. and, and to your point about being political and being, you know, picking and choosing sides, do it if it's right for your business, do it if it's right for you. But it, just because other people are doing it does not mean you have to do anything. <laughs> no, this is true. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. And sometimes, I mean, know your brand. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into it, but we saw yeah. just last weekend how everybody jumped on one particular um, incident that had happened in the U.S. And then a lot of people had to walk it back as we got more information. So mm -hmm. you know, that can happen too. And, and following the masses, well, sometimes the M, sometimes the M is silent. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to leave it there. Um, thank you so much to Mena for joining me today and giving us a few tips on networking and talking about how she can help you if you have a, an event coming up, a professional development, a conference, uh, not a wedding anymore. She's not going to do that <laughs> anymore, but any other kind of corporate or community event that you might need help with, definitely check her out. Kim has dropped her um, coordinates in the comments here. So definitely look her up and hopefully you'll join us. Uh, leading ladies, the next oh, we one. We didn't even is, get to talk about that. Yeah, no, we didn't even talk about it. The next <laughs> one is next Thursday. I think yep, it is. Thursday, January 31st from mm -hmm. 5 to 7 p.m. at lot six atrium. Um, there's about 10 tickets left. And I kind of make space for an extra 10 anyway, so we're pretty much sold out. Um, mm -hmm. But Anita is going to be one of our featured wing women, which means if you arrive with even without a, you know, networking buddy, you can always go find her in the crowd and she will be there as your kind of safe. She puts a safety net in networking, but also to you can pick her brain about social media. This is a huge opportunity. Just beware, if you get me talking about it, you might not get to stop. <laughs> but you actually, I, I really like this concept of the wing women. You've got four wing, wing women, I can't say it. And we're each in a different area of the room. So no, no matter which way you turn, there is a friendly open face there for you. If you come to this event alone, or you walk in and you don't know anybody, you go yeah. find one of those four corners and there's somebody there that's willing to talk to you and you don't have to feel weird about walking up to them. Yeah. And honestly, I, I was very lucky to develop that. You know, I almost didn't need to because that the people that attend this event, Leading Ladies Networking, they kind of all do that. So if yeah. there's anyone with a deer in the headlights look, they're on top of it. They're like, get over here. Um, yeah. It's just really been fun. And plus, you know, you might arrive with a networking buddy but they have to skip off to the loo or you know go refresh a beverage and you just don't you're feeling like that's the one thing I want to avoid well this takes care of it yeah yeah so. it's a great concept and it just Thanks. makes it a little easier for people to attend if they're not uh, if they're not big networkers yeah yeah so great Thank you so much. Hopefully Hopefully we'll see a few more people snap up those 10 tickets and come. If you were listening here and you come to leading ladies next week, come say hi to me over in my corner. Yes. And uh, also another shout out to PodCamp. I want to make sure everybody who is interested knows how to find the PodCamp information. It's their website is podcamphalifax.org. 
And the event is this Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Dalhousie University Student Union Building. Again, that is a free ticket. This is really a no-brainer if you have any interest in social media, digital, online marketing. It's a really good place to be, uh, even to attend the sessions or to just be there and network with a whole bunch of people that are in that space mm -hmm. and talk to them. Whatever your goal is, uh, I really think everybody should be coming out. Well, maybe not everybody, but lots of people <laughs> yes, should be coming out to that event. We don't want to overcrowd it. But there's <laughs> lots, lots of tickets. so. And I'm excited to be speaking for the first time at PodCamp this year. I'll be on yeah. at 9 a.m. So, so you got to be there bright early on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Sunday <laughs> morning. Yeah. All right. And there's coffee and there's some, a few snacks and so on. And then you just find a group of people to go have lunch with and everybody goes in different directions to have lunch. And, uh, you know, I've had lunches with some really cool people that I've met on Twitter and didn't know before. So, you know, don't feel that you're even if you're showing up there alone, everybody there is very welcoming too, and just walk up to somebody. And if that's me, walk up to me. I yeah, come on up. Yeah, absolutely. You're All right, we're going to uh, we're yeah, unofficially wing 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 exactly. <laughs> All right, I need more coffee. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna cut this one off. And uh, thank you again, Mena, for joining me today. If I think I have maybe two spots left for this round of Halliblab in March, if you are interested in having your business featured or you know of a cool, unique business in the Halifax area generally who should be featured on here and needs a little boost in promotion, have them reach out to me or you can reach out to me at info at twerp.ca or you can find me on all of the social media, either at Anita Kirkbride or at Twerp Communications. So thank you for listening. Um, we'll see you again next week. Stay social, Halifax. Thanks for listening this week. You can catch the Halliblab live every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Atlantic, 12.30 p.m. Eastern on the Twerp Communications Facebook page or catch the replay on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can go to twerp.ca for links to everything we mentioned in this episode. And while you're there, you'll probably want to grab one of the freebies available to help small businesses manage their own social media marketing. If you run a small business in the Halifax area and you'd like to be featured on Halliblab, we would love to hear from you. Drop us a line at info at twerp.ca. That's info at twirp.ca. Talk to you next week.